Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 359. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Defy the odds, doubt the doubt, and overcome. I work from multiple computers. Thanks to Carbonite, I can seamlessly access all my files from any device. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two free months when you decide to buy. More than 210,000 graphic designers worldwide are available to work on your next design project right now. What are you waiting for? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Leslie Samuel. Leslie, are you prepared to ignite Oh, yeah. I'm very prepared to ignite. I'm excited (laughs) to ignite right now. Let's do this. Oh, I love it, Leslie. And guys, Leslie is the host of the Learning with Leslie podcast, a show dedicated to changing the world one blog at a time where he shares lessons that he has learned. As a full-time university professor, he has followed his passions and built online businesses around both biology and blogging. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Leslie, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Sure. So as you mentioned, I am the host of the Learning with Leslie podcast. I actually started back on an online business back on January 18, 2008. And I remember the exact day because it was the first time I made any kind of money online. I made $70 on that day and I was so excited. I was like, man, I your made very first day. I very, I mean, this is actually after some failure from before, but when I decided to get into online business, um, my very wow. first day, I made $70 doing something that was called freebie trading with those freebie websites, you know, complete an offer and get somebody else to complete an offer and you get a free iPod and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I figured out a way to work the system and I made $70 my first day. I told myself, hey, if I can make $70 and I see that money in my account, Imagine if I were to do this each and every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> At least that's the way I was thinking back then. Um, <laughs> so I, I got into online business that way. I found out about blogging and I fell in love with blogging because I think it's an excellent way for anyone to, to build a platform. So from there, I kind of um, started teaching people what I was learning about blogging and about online business. And the blog started to grow relatively quickly. I decided then what I was going to do is take the things that I had been learning about blogging and internet marketing and start something around my passion, which was biology at the time. I was teaching at a high school, um, but I wanted to be a university professor, didn't have a PhD. So I decided, you know what? I don't need a PhD. I'm just going to teach and I'm going to do it by creating a blog and building that into something significant. So I started that blog. To make a long story short, it became very successful. It actually landed me a job as a university professor in a doctoral program. And I've been since then just teaching people how to build blogs that can impact lives, change the world so, so, so that they can accomplish something significant. So that's a little bit about who I, oh no, I am the husband to one wife, the father of a brand new nine month old baby. And we are just excited. <laughs> oh, Leslie. Well, not that you needed any 
anything else to excite you in life because you are just a naturally exuberant, naturally happy person. It's a pleasure to be around you. I've personally met you multiple times and that exuberance just shines off of you as well, which I just love. It's kind of like the sun just kind of warming you with happiness. So I love that. You do it via audio as well. So thank you for what you do. And I'm excited to dive even more into your journey here. You know, some of the failures and the aha moments and then stuff you have going on right now. But before we get into that, Leslie, let's hear your favorite success quote. Let's hear words of inspiration that you've gone to in the past. Share that with Fire Nation. These are the words that I go to all the time, and it's by Henry Ford, and it says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And to me, that is such a powerful quote because a lot of people have all these ideas about what they can do and what they can't do. They, they place self-imposed limitations on themselves. Maybe someone told them that they won't be able to accomplish anything and they start to believe that and they don't accomplish anything. For me, that quote is so dead on because if you think you can, then you can. If you think you can't, well, you know, that's, that's on you. But <laughs> I like to start with the perspective of, I know that I can, so let's do it. And then once you know that you can, if you want to be, do. It's a very easy transition to that point forward. Exactly. Oh, love that, Leslie. We could stay at this topic and, and this kind of conversation bubble all day because you and I are both passionate people about this topic and about the power of positive thinking, of positive action. Let me just pull myself out of that because <laughs> I, again, just love hanging out in that area. But we want to focus it back on you now, Leslie. You're our spotlighted guest. This is about your journey as an entrepreneur and, and how Fire Nation and our listeners can learn from that because so much can be learned from one's journey because you weren't always this very successful blogger, successful podcaster, successful husband, and now father. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very much. Talk to us about a time when you failed, when you hit a major obstacle dead on and it knocked you over. Share with us that experience. Tell us that story, Leslie, and the lessons you learned. Man, I have to choose from many, but I'm <laughs> going to choose from one that was extremely significant to me, especially at the time. You know, I came, for, I, I was born on the beautiful little island of St. Martin in the Caribbean. It's 34 square miles. And, you know, when I was 17, I left St. Martin, came to the United States of America to, to, to get my college degree. And I'm excited to take on this world. And you know, I had never been exposed to anything related to entrepreneurship. Now, something happened while I was in college. I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And when I read that book, it opened my eyes to a new world. And I wanted to be that entrepreneur. I wanted to be that investor. I wanted my money to start working for me. So what I did was I, I got I got I get money for, I got money at the time from my government as a scholarship to go to college so I took $4800 from my tuition money and I said I'm going to invest it in the stock market and I dumped it in the stock stock market I invested in one stock and I was so excited because I had heard about so many people making a ton of money in the stock market <laughs> I was going to do the same thing <laughs> Well, to make a very long story very short, what ended up happening was, um, you know, it was fluctuating between six hundred above and six hundred dollars down, and and my nerves were all over the place. Eventually, one day I woke up and it was down by two thousand dollars. 
And when I saw that, I mean, my heart sank and I, I just couldn't believe it. And I, I could not make the decision to pull it out because I knew it had to go back up. To make the rest of the short story even shorter, I ended up pulling out $136 when it was all said and done. And I had to add about $26 to that to be able to pay my, my part of the rent for that month. I had basically lost it all. Wow, that is a crushing story, but is. But obviously, Leslie, so many lessons come from that that we can apply not just to the stock market and not just to the entrepreneurial world, but life in general. So definitely boil it down for us, Leslie. Give Fire Nation one takeaway, one lesson that you learned from this experience. The biggest thing that I learned was if you're gonna get into business, you need to fully do your research and understand exactly what it is you're getting into. Not because someone else said they made, you know, the, the person that I was working with, he took $1,800, he invested that, and he pulled out $32,000. So I thought to myself, oh, if he could do that, I could take $4,000 and make it $100,000. But I didn't fully understand what it was that I was doing. I didn't do the, 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 the enough research to be able to make educated decisions. And a lot of people, especially on online today. You have all these websites that can that claim you make X number of dollars in 31 days and from scratch with no technical expertise. And we get so into that that we don't really do the research and figure out exactly how to make things happen for ourselves. I love that lesson, Leslie. And I think it's really important to kind of step back here and talk about a point because I've had Eric Reese of the Lean Startup on Entrepreneur on Fire, and he talks so eloquently about the minimally viable product and how you just need to get it out there into the universe, a product that's not quite ready yet because you want to get that feedback. And some of my listeners say, John, that kind of goes against the whole like research thing and really make sure you know what you're doing before you get it out there. But one thing that I want to make as a point here is that's not it. What that is, is that is the research phase. That's the important thing to realize about the minimally viable product is that before you invest too much time, energy, effort, before you really dive way too deep into one product or one service, you just create the shell, the minimally viable product. You get it out there and then you do the research in an actual environment where it's going to live and breathe when you do come out with your full launch. What's your take on that, Leslie? Well, I, I, I definitely agree with that 100%. And I am a firm believer in the minimal viable product. I think it's very important. When I actually got into business, um, online business, the, the right way and started doing my research, on that first day, I invested some money. However... I invested $3 at that point in time to test it out. And I started to test it out and I started to do my research. And based on that research, everything that you see today, has it, it's basically a result of everything that has happened since that day. So it's not, it's not that you, you, you do a bunch of research while not taking action. In many cases, taking the action is the research. If you have ideas for a product, start with something small, put it out there, test the waters and see what happens. And you're going to get data back. You're going to get feedback. And based on that feedback, you can start to grow. You can continue to grow. I love that mentality. I love that philosophy. Leslie, thank you for sharing that with Fire Nation. And what I'd like to do now is continue to move along in your journey because it's been a fascinating journey. You share with us 
a massive failure that you had. But guess what? You picked yourself up, you learned from it, you moved forward along your entrepreneurial journey, and mm-hmm. other things happened. Sometimes it was on the other end of the spectrum. It was inspirational. It was a light bulb. The clouds part of the sun shined through. Take us to one of those light bulb moments, Leslie, where you really had your aha moment. Tell us that story and the steps that you took to turn that into success. Oh, definitely. And and what's interesting about this is it had a little bit of failure in that aha moment cool. that brought me to that aha moment. When I started my business and when I started actually making money online, I got so pumped because it was becoming a reality. So I spent all my time, I was teaching at a high school at the time. So if I were, weren't teaching or preparing for my classes, I was working on my business. And I'm talking about nonstop. Wake up in the morning, I'm working on my business. Uh, I, I go to work, I have a little break, I'm working on my business. I come home, I'm working on my business. I was working so hard that I had no time for anything else. I was attached to my computer. I wasn't spending time with my wife. I wasn't taking care of my health. I was just, I mean, it, it was to the point that I was so attached to my computer that taking a break to eat food and to use the restroom and all these things it just seems like a it seemed like a distraction at <laughs> you know i had things that i needed to get done but you know what it put a lot of stress on me um, my health suffered my relationship with my wife suffered and i came to a point where i said you know what this is not worth it forget about this i am done so from one day to the next i literally stopped everything. I didn't write any blog posts. I didn't do any business. I didn't contact anyone. I just stopped. And then what happened at that moment amazed me. I continued to make money. And, and when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not working. Why am I making money? Ding. <laughs> exactly. so, so there was that aha, that light bulb where it, where it was like, wait a minute, I set certain systems in place. And if I were to get back into this online business thing and I were to create more systems, I were to outsource and get people on my team and build something that was bigger than myself that did not require as much of my time, I could still build something significant. And that's exactly what I did. I made the decision after about three or four months of doing absolutely nothing, I was going to get back into it, but I was going to be much smarter about what I did. And that is what we love talking about here at Entrepreneur on Fire is that leveraging of your time, that scalability of your knowledge of creating those passive income streams. You can put them in place, diversify your business and give you more time to work on other things. Maybe that's working on other opportunities. Maybe that's working on your relationship. Maybe that's spending time with your newborn. I mean, whatever that may be, that's why you put the work in up front to put those systems into place. And Leslie, if you could just for Fire Nation, break it down into one clear lesson you learned from that experience, what would your takeaway be? That takeaway would be get help. And get help in a very specific way. Train that help in the way that they need to be trained so that they can do things that not even you can do. Um, and for me, I outsourced. And what I did was I, I, I went through this extensive process and it was an extensive process because if you're going to be managing my business, if you're going to be taking care of things that represent me, I want to make sure that it's on point. Um, so I, I, I put a lot of people through a process. Eventually, I selected three 
And then I put those three peoples on test projects against each other. Um, not well, against each other sounds so bad, but they knew that they were uh, creating this product or, I mean, they were doing this service for me and there were other people doing it so that they had to shine in order to be selected as that one person. And once I selected that one person, I had my manuals created. I had steps. I had checklists. I had all these different things that I provided to that individual and they started running my business for me since then i've expanded that a bit but it 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 has been something that has allowed me to do so much people ask me you have a full-time job a university professor you have a family you have a wife i could see on facebook that you're very much involved (laughs) in their lives you're always tweeting me leslie how are you doing this (laughs) i'm doing it because i have people that make me look good so leslie we have a lot of listeners right now that are entrepreneurs, they're entrepreneurs, they're small business owners, and they're looking to do just that, leverage their time, really make more opportunities for themselves by building a team. And that's kind of one of the biggest struggles. And actually, I'm bringing in Chris Ducker of Virtual Staff Finder to speak to Fire Nation Elite, which is my private mastermind this coming week. He's been on the show before as well. Um, He's a great guy. And he speaks about virtual assistants all the time, very eloquently. But I just would like to hear from you, what's one really lesson that you've learned from running a team of virtual assistants? Because that's one thing that so many people are scared about is, I've never managed people before. I don't know what I would have them do. Let's not make this too complicated and just have one lesson that you've learned that you can share with us. The biggest thing that I've learned is if they are messing up, it's my fault. Um, yes. And that sounds really you know, vague and so on, but it gets really specific. If I am not giving them the exact guidelines that I want them to follow, I am setting myself up for failure. Now, I don't mean micromanaging, but if you're hiring someone, whether it's for 20 hours a week or whether it's 40 hours a week or just on a project and they don't know exactly what you want, they can't give it to you. Um, so, you know, I really did go through an extensive process and I created these manuals. I took time and that took a a lot of time, especially in the beginning. But then I started involving them in the process after that. So they are creating manuals for the systems that they are doing. And I give them the freedom so that if they find a better way to do it, go ahead and do it that way and then update the manuals. They can actually if anyone wants to see how I put that together, they can go to becomeablogger.com slash manuals and they'll see my manuals that I give to my outsourcers. And I just provide that for them for, you know, how do you, uh, you know, edit my podcast show notes? How do you add posts to the blog? How do you um, uh, communicate with people on, on my behalf? How do you do all those things? How, how are we managing passwords? How are we managing accounts? All those things need to be very clearly defined so that they know exactly what to do, at least where to start, and they can grow from there. That has been huge, and it has saved me so much time, so much money, and it's it's allowed me to do everything that I'm doing today. Love it, Leslie. And just to share with Fire Nation, to add on top of that great takeaway, these manuals are critical, and I would definitely suggest you go to the site that Leslie provided. It's a phenomenal resource. What I actually do a lot above and beyond those manuals too is use what's called Snagit, or Jing is a free version. You can do a screen recording of any task that you want to do and then just send that link to your VA and they can watch you doing it online. So you do it one time and then they have it for all time. 
Exactly. And I've done a combination of that and, you know, just screenshots. Um, the, the, the good thing about screenshots and written manuals is as things change, it's much easier to change those. But for spe- specific processes that don't change, doing a screencast is perfect. And I've done that for my outsourcers. Mm. Invaluable advice, Leslie. Thank you for that. And you are such a good storyteller. And I mean that with 100% honesty. I would love to hear your answer to this following question. Okay. Have you had an I've made a moment? That's actually an interesting question. Um, One of the things for me, you know, I I talk about changing the world one blog at a time. Uh, I talk about entrepreneurship. I talk about making money online and all these types of things. But for me, the most value that I feel I can give is when people, people's lives are being affected. And I remember, well, I... I have a folder in my inbox where, you know, I have thousands of emails from people all over the world letting me know what my sites are doing for them. But there was one email in particular. I wish I had it in front of me, but the gist of it was this. I just got a job teaching at a high school. Um, The high school is in a very poor neighborhood. The students don't have any books. Um, I don't even, I didn't even know what I was doing. And then I found your site. Thank you for your site because, number one, it's helping me and my family survive. Number two, it is providing an education for students that would have no other resources. And it's helping them to understand biology. And when I read that email, it, that's my, my I made it moment. It's not that I am this super awesome person or anything of that sort, but it's that the stuff that I'm creating is having an impact on lives. And I've gotten so many emails saying those types of things, what it's doing for them. Older individuals that just got back into school and, you know, they didn't know if they could make it. They didn't understand anything the professor was saying all semester. And then they watched my videos for 20 minutes and it all makes sense to them. That to me tells me I'm having an impact on the world. And that to me is what it's all about. Leslie, you just inspired so many listeners to go take action because they're now seeing what their action can have an impact on, not just in their community, but around the world. And it just inspired me to share a quick story as well to kind of multiply on this inspiration that you're sharing. Because for me, one of my most clear I've made up moments is when I got an email from a guy from Morocco and he said, John, I bike 10 miles from my little hovel of a town to the nearest internet cafe, I downloaded the last seven Entrepreneur on Fire interviews that were posted that week. And then I bike back to my town, which has no internet access. And then my family, my friends, my neighbors, we hover around my iPad. And this guy sent me a picture of his iPad with Entrepreneur on Fire image on it. And he said, and we listen to your podcast. That's our nightly entertainment. That's what we love doing because you're opening our eyes up to what's going on around the world. And when I saw that I was having that kind of impact in these parts of the world that I've never been to and probably never will go to, it's, it really blew me away. And so whenever I said, you know what, seven days a week, man, that is a lot of work. And is it worth it? I think of that one guy and that one family and those friends of families and those neighbors coming over in that little town in Morocco somewhere out there 
and that keeps me going. That inspires me. And I, I hope it inspires some listeners, both Leslie and my story on some level. And Leslie... You, you know, before you even move on there, <laughs> no, seriously, think about that. Because, okay, yes, entrepreneurship is great. Um, I believe that entrepreneurs really make a difference, especially if their hearts are in the right places, their minds are in the right places. And to be able, making money, great. But to be able to impact lives like that, that is amazing. That is changing the world. I, I posted on Facebook just maybe three days ago. Do you believe you can change the world? And there were a, a range of responses from no, you can't change the world. You can only change yourself to yes, I believe I can change the world. Or maybe I can only change the area around me or whatever the case might be. With what we have today, we can change the world. I've, I've received emails just like that from, there's some people in, I forgot the country in Africa, but they found the videos, they're burning them onto CDs and they're taking them to all the schools in the neighborhood. I mean, to be able to do that, I'm here in my little office and I am able to create content that inspires others and changes the world. That, why would you not, if you're sitting there listening to this podcast and you have an idea in your mind and you're not doing anything about it, stop doing that now. You've been listening to Entrepreneur on Fire. You need to be doing something. You have the resources available to you. Do it. Leslie, your passion is unbelievable. Will you co-host Entrepreneur on Fire with me seven days a week? I'm excited, man. <laughs> oh, Leslie, man. What I want to do right now, because, oh my goodness, I just really want to go conquer the world right now. But before I do that, I really want you to share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you right now. One thing that's exciting me right now is just the growth of what I'm doing at Become a Blogger because, you know, Become a Blogger before was all about the content that I'm creating and how, you know, I'm able to engage people all over the world to do awesome things. But starting this last month, just in August, we, we started, um, um, I, I started bringing other people on board and those other people are creating content. It goes through a very extensive process, an editorial process. Um, I've been working with Mike Stelzner from Social Media Examiner, and he's helped me to, to craft this system in a way that other people can contribute value to it. And just to see the content that's being produced and the people who are being helped, it just blows me away because it's no longer me creating this content, even though I am creating just as much, if not more, but I now have other people, about 15 others that are contributing and, and, and to be able to multiply my efforts that way, it's just, it, it blows me away. Wow, Leslie, will you on every single level blow me away? And so it is with a heavy heart. Usually I'm excited because it's my favorite part of the show, but that means that we're drawing towards the end, which I never want to do at this point, but we have to because some people are in the car, they're driving to work right now, they're about to get there and they need closure on this episode because it is so powerful. And if we keep talking, they'll be late from work, they'll be late for work <laughs> and bad things will happen and that ripple effect. So we are, Leslie, going to take just one minute to thank our sponsors. One of the most important things I've learned along my journey as an entrepreneur is that you have to find ways to stop working in your business and instead find ways to implement systems, software, and processes that will allow you to work on your business. 
One major thing that kept me working in my business in the beginning was constantly worrying about my audio files. I record several episodes in advance, and I knew if I lost any one of those audio files, it would be gone forever. Since I have a daily podcast, I'm sure you can imagine this was a major stress point for me. When I found Carbonite, I found software that could help. Now, I never worry about losing my audio files because Carbonite automatically backs them up for me all the time. Stop worrying about your files. They're safe with Carbonite. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two months free when you buy. That's Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. Are you looking for a designer to help with your next big project or marketing campaign? How about 210,000 of them? 99designs is the number one marketplace for crowdsourced graphic design. Best part is, you don't have to choose just one designer to work with. You can choose several to carry through your contest until you find just the right one. All you have to do is submit your request for a new logo, website, marketing collateral, apparel, or even a mobile app design, and dozens of designers from their community will submit quality designs created just for you. Give them your feedback to help them refine their designs, and once you're satisfied, just select and pay for your favorite one. All it takes is seven days. Ready to start your next graphic design project? Go to 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. 99designs.com slash fire. All right, Leslie, it's that time. We're going to move into the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions. You come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I had no idea it was possible. I had no experience with it. I knew no entrepreneurs. I knew nothing of it until I read that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And once I got the knowledge, I just dove headfirst into this because I really believe that we can have an impact. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice when it comes to business would be get extremely specific as to who your target is. I've done that with both of my businesses in excruciating detail where I describe that person down to a T, to their family, to what their experiences are, what they're thinking about, what their fears are. Once you know who that person is, you can reach them. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe attributes to your success? I wake up at 5 a.m. every single morning. I get ready for that day and I start knocking out the to-do list that I created the night before. Love that. And what time do you try to fall asleep at night? I try to fall asleep, believe it or not, at 10 o'clock p.m. Okay. And with a nine-month-old, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it works, sometimes (laughs) it doesn't. You know how that, yeah, it just, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Leslie, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I am in love with Basecamp. That's where I manage everything. Um, Basecamp is awesome. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've talked about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Leslie Samuel. Leslie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? If it's one book, it will be the book that I read, got me so pumped. I got the audiobook and I started out every week for a while listening to that book. And that is, you've probably heard it from a number of people, Crush It, Gary Vaynerchuk. Love it. 
it, it's very inspirational and it really gave me the push that I need to crush it. Oh, Gary's a great guy, a great guest, eofire.com slash Gary Vaynerchuk. Try to spell it or Google it. Awesome. <laughs> Fire Nation, if you haven't already too, you can get this audio version that Leslie's talking about for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Leslie, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Next seven days. Oh, man, that is an interesting question. And what I would do is I would fast forward through the first part of my journey and jump to where I decided I was going to build a business around my passion. That passion was biology. And I decided I was going to build a blog on biology. So what I would do is I would first you know, narrow down on who my target is. Then I would create that blog, my interactive biology blog. I would start creating video content. I would spend one day creating a bunch of content and then schedule them out for the next week or two. And then I would go out there and let people know about it. I would go to biology bloggers. I would go to conferences if I could. I would go all over the place, meet with teachers that I know could find value in it and get that thing out there. It wouldn't cost me that much. I would probably use part of that $500 to buy a camera um, and, and, and use that to record the videos, start posting them up, start getting it out there so that people in Africa can, you know, burn CDs and share it with everyone else <laughs> that people um, that, that, you know, they're, they're now teaching at a school that doesn't have any books and all that kind of stuff. They can start using that in their, in their classes. And I would start right there because I know that's where my passion is. And I know that's where I can help the most people. And Fire Nation, a huge takeaway here is Leslie used the word passion multiple times because the entrepreneurial journey is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And if you're not passionate in some way, shape, or form about what you're doing, you're not going to be able to complete that marathon. If you try to just do these little sprints with things you're not passionate about, you're not going to have success in that long term that we're all really searching for as entrepreneurs. And Leslie, what I want you to do right now is just Share with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Parting piece of guidance is, once again, if you are sitting on an idea, stop sitting on it and start implementing. It's easier today than it has ever been. It's cheaper today than it has ever been to build a business, so start doing it. If you want to be in contact with me, you want to check out my podcast, learningwithlesley.com, where I'm sharing tips on how you can change the world with a blog. Boom. And Fire Nation is well aware, Leslie. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com, clicking on that podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives, we also have an amazing search bar. You're the only Leslie there, so they can just type in the word Leslie. You'll pop up right in the show notes page. And Leslie, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, 
and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thank you so much, John, for having me on here. God bless everyone. How do I create a podcast? How do I grow my audience? How do I get great guests? How do I monetize? All these questions and more are answered at podcastersparadise.com. For one price, you will unlock the gate to access all the wonders of Podcasters Paradise. The video tutorials, the forum of fellow podcasters, the private webinars with today's top experts, and more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to podcastersparadise.com today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.